Well, you know, moms, they, they never miss a moment, right? And, and they keep everything. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. You had a chance to check out the video, didn't you? He looks good, doesn't he? He looks really good. Very comfortable. So you hear Debbie doing her traffic updates from the Johnson & Sons Paving Time Saver Traffic yeah. Center. Great partners of ours here at WTMJ. So we had a bit of a field trip on Friday. Scafidi went out there. I went out there. A bunch of folks from our promotions team was out there because they were celebrating their 10-year anniversary. So Johnson & Sons, great local family-owned company. And again, our proud partners here at WTMJ. So they invited us to the party. So Scafidi goes out there and he, he says he wants to get in an excavator, which I'm going to describe this very poorly because, I don't know, I'm not like construction guy, but excavator is one of these things. It has a cab in it with a big controls, and it's got a long arm that comes out, like the big claw. And on the back of the claw, or the front end, I guess, is the like a hand, you know, it's like got the spikes on it. and You can see them in road construction sites a lot of yeah. times. And they're digging ditches and stuff like that, and they're moving Clearing things Clearing debris yeah, sometimes. moving big rocks. Yeah. So... At Johnson & Sons, where they make their own asphalt, and they also do paving projects, whether it be roads or parking lots or things like that, they also put down a, a rock bed underneath what they lay on top of it. And so they were crushing rock used for this. So there are all these big old boulders. A lot of the material is recycled, so you tear up a freeway somewhere. This stuff comes over to Johnson & yeah. Sons in Menominee Falls. They smash that all up, and they use it for something else. So Scafidi gets in this cab. Guy gives him like a... 30-second, one-minute coach-em-up job. And now he's running the excavator. He looks right at home in the cab. Oh, my gosh. So comfortable. Sitting back, kind of lounging a little bit. <laughs> got his helmet on. Right? A little hard hat on. Yep. <laughs> the hard hat, they gave him a hard hat that said new guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in there scooping up rocks. Then he's got you know, over to the side. And then yep, yep. big rocks go in this uh, container or whatever. And then they crush it. They put it in the crusher up this conveyor belt that goes, mm -hmm. then it goes in the pile. So who knows? You could someday soon be driving on a road partially created by Steve Scafidi. How about that? That's the, a, the, Stever, the Stever way? The, the Stever way. I got to fill two dump trucks full of asphalt. Now, how'd you do that? you press a button or what yeah, do you do? I just clicked a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Doug was up there. He does all the computer. They got like three, four screens, right? And it's got, okay. this is where the mix is. This is how hot it is. This is what percentage of it is this. This is what percentage of it is that. They mix it up. It's 300 plus degrees. Here comes the truck. All right, is, click. Is it like the yogurt place where you can pick a couple of different flavors to put in there? <laughs> and you always overfill it. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> Man, everything was computerized. Great local partners and friends of ours. So if you have a paving project, we'd love to see you go out Johnson & Sons. And who knows? could be made by Steve Scafidi. But don't let that stop you from contacting them. 715, Greg's Got Sports coming up next. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Yeah, it's official. I think Christian Yelich in a bit of a groove, hitting 348 in the month of May, three home runs in his last two games, including one during yesterday's 9-6 win over the Royals. Again, uh, we don't we don't know exactly. You know, you guys ask me that all the time. It's it's a baseball season. Um, if we if you know if we had all the answers to those kind of questions, and this would be a different sport. 
Um, but he's he's swinging the bat well. That's why he, that's why you play guys every single day because they have the ability to do this. Um, and he's found a little nice little stretch here where he's squaring some balls up. It's Brewers manager Craig Council. Milwaukee's won five of seven after dropping six straight. Six-game road trip begins tonight against the last place Cardinals. Our coverage gets underway following the 6 o'clock news. Cardinals played last night and won in Boston. Speaking of Boston. Tatum fires away. Pucks it in. 51 for Jason Tatum in game seven. And on the way down the floor, holds up a 50 sign. And he now has the record for most points in a game seven. Yeah, 51 points for Jason Tatum in the Celtics' blowout win over the 76ers. 112-88 the final. Mark Jackson, Mike Breen with the call on ABC. Celtics will take on the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. In the West, the Lakers and Denver Nuggets begin a best-of-seven series Tuesday night. That's surprise news on the coaching front. 2022 NBA Coach of the Year, Monty Williams, fired by the Phoenix Suns after being eliminated by the Nuggets in the playoffs. So the Suns, the Bucks. The Raptors and Pistons all searching for a head coach. The Pistons have narrowed their search down to three, a list that includes Bucks assistant Charles Lee. Mentioned Mark Jackson's name there moments ago during the call of the ABC broadcast. Vinny, he's now in contention for the Bucks job. He'll interview. I'd be curious to see if Monty Williams is added to that list. The Bucks had interest in him prior to hiring Mike Budenholzer. So it's an ever-growing list here for the Bucks who... Have the luxury of time. You'd like to get somebody in place before the summer league begins in July. But the Bucks have one draft pick. It's number 58 overall. Last pick in the second round, right? You don't have to get a guy in or a lady in to coach this team prior to the NBA draft. That's not critical. Uh, but I would think this will happen here sometime in the month of June. That would be my guess for the Bucks coaching search. We don't – listen, we – this is the premier job available, though, right? Like, we don't, nobody's passing on this job. We yeah, I think we so. Want, right? I, I, I think it's Bucks and Suns. If I'm looking at it, Kevin Durant is still under control. Right? I mean, he's a an MVP caliber piece, just like Giannis is. Giannis a little younger, of course, but the Suns job I think is also attractive. Um, I, I'd put the Bucks and Suns at the top of that list for sure. Coming up, growing produce in the city of Milwaukee year round. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. At 7.23 on this Monday morning, this next story really takes urban farming to a different level. In an industrial corridor in the heart of the city of Milwaukee, fresh produce is growing year-round. The team behind it says it's not only a marvel in terms of its process, but that the stuff is cleaner and healthier too. WTMJ's Tony Cartagena. From seed to sale, literally, when someone's opening the product, it was inside this controlled, sterile environment the entire time, maintained at a safe temperature, which as a result means you don't even need to wash our product. It's ready to eat. It's almost like Willy Wonka of lettuce. That's Chris Corkery. He's the owner and founder of 100 Acre, a vertical hydroponic farm located right off of 31st and Capitol in the heart of Milwaukee. So now the obvious questions. 
what is vertical hydroponic farming, and what is 100 acre? We built out a box with a lot of advanced infrastructure inside that recreates Mother Nature to offer perfect growing conditions 365 days a year, right? So we're, we're playing Mother Nature here so that no matter what's going on outside, snow, heat wave, all the stuff that Wisconsin loves to throw at people, you know, it's, it's consistent in here. So the 100 acre warehouse is about 3,000 square feet. And when you walk in, you see racks of plants stacked five high, about 10 feet in the air. That's the vertical part. But what does hydroponic mean? A method of agriculture that does not involve soil. So you're growing your plants, the seeds themselves are suspended in a medium with nutrient-rich water passing over them. So there's zero soil, which does a great job in, in removing you know, risk, you know, contaminants and things like that. So it's a super clean, efficient process. But if you're growing specifically with water, your usage has to be through the roof, right? Like how expensive is your water bill? We actually use about 95% less water than a traditional soil-based farming because it's closed. It's a closed-loop system. There's no runoff. We're not. There's no loss. The only water that we really lose is the plants uh, sucking it up and then, you know, perspiring, which is all around the process of growing. Really clean and, and actually efficient when you think about water conservation. So you're telling me the salad blend and the fresh basil that you grow in a warehouse in Milwaukee with light bulbs and no dirt is just as good for me, if not better for me, than the original salad I would just go to the grocery store and buy in a bag? The process of growing is still uh, going back to the basics. It's 100% natural. We just use certain organic compounds and a purified water source to feed these plants. So there's nothing harmful going in there. In fact, we're, we're more pure or, or cleaner and less risk in the fact that you know we're not dealing with the outdoor elements like pests and other sources of contaminants. We are in a laboratory style condition, so you're getting a guaranteed freshness and top level food safety because of the way we can monitor, you know, implement these controls. So much so that it's a single cut, meaning that our farmers with the proper food safety certification do, do a single cut off of the, 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 the growing medium and is packaged immediately. And that is gone, goes into bags and into boxes and then into the walk-in. So, from seed to sale, literally, when someone's opening the product, it was inside this controlled, sterile environment the entire time, maintained at a safe temperature, uh, which as a result means you don't even need to wash our product. It's ready to eat. It's almost like a uh, Willy Wonka of lettuce. 100 Acre produces 50,000 pounds of produce annually. Tony Cartagena, WTMJ News. Seven forty-two here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Yeah, I don't want it to get lost in Brendan's forecast here. For Tuesday, we got a high temperature of seventy-four degrees and are mostly sunny skies. And then, right when Eric and I are at a track meet for our kids, oh, man, <laughs> here comes the get cold rough. front. Brrr, that's going to want to. Like, it actually makes a noise when it comes through. <laughs> yeah, there, it, there is. it is. Cold front's coming through. You're going to feel oh. it. It's like one of those things where it happens in five minutes. You're out there in shorts, feeling good, and then. Just like that. It's going to be awful. Brendan says temperatures will quickly drop into the 50s and <laughs> be a chance of a thunder shower. So if you got uh, youth baseball or softball or Any track, type of practice or track tomorrow. Soccer, whatever's happening outside tomorrow afternoon, just be aware of that. We'll <laughs> talk more about it tomorrow. We got Sophia Minert, our guest on Brewers 360. That's coming up next. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all Sports Desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Well, the Brewers right the ship after dropping two of three to the Dodgers by sweeping the Royals. Seven-run third fuels a 9-6 win over Kansas City. 3-1. Line drive right field. Back Melendez, still back, and it is over his head and off the wall. Extra bases for Owen Miller as Winker comes in to score, and the Brewers have the lead. Jeff Levering with the call. Owen Miller hitting 314 for Craig Council. He has only 70 at-bats. You might see him have a little uptick here as the Brewers take on the Cardinals tonight in the first of three games in St. Louis, part of a six-game road trip. Brewers are a game and a half up on the Pirates for first place in the NL Central. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive, and on Mondays we're joined by Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minert, fresh off the Mother's Day game at American Family Field. I wonder, Sophia, with so many guys on the roster who are young this year, do, do you know if we had any moms in the house yesterday for the Brewers? Uh, like their, like, their yeah, like moms players, yeah. Our moms? yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Alicia Yelich was there, uh, Rose Miller was there, um, uh, I think uh, Hobie Milner's mother-in-law was there. So, yeah, there were there were a couple moms in attendance. Well, is time. Mrs. Yelly available for every game? Because uh, right. that worked out okay. <laughs> she was uh, actually returning to L.A. after the game. But, yeah, she, she's, uh, she tries to make some regular trips to come see the team, and she'll see them on the road as well. Well, speaking of on the road, off to play the, I can't believe I'm saying this, last place Cardinals. I mean, I know it's young, and I feel like in August and September we'll be saying, oh, watch out for the Cardinals, but, boy, tough start for them. Yeah, it really has been. I mean, they at one point had lost eight in a row. Um, you know, they've added Wilson Contreras, so that was a major offseason signing for them from the Cubs, and then had sort of removed him from the catching position, and now it sounds like he's going to be back in there a little bit more regularly, so... It's just been a, a very different start for them. Um, you know, I, I don't think anyone expected the Pirates to be at the top of the division for as long as they were. And the Cardinals, um, I mean, at one point they were 10 games back. So it's been, it's been really different. But I think just regardless, like any time the Brewers and the Cardinals get together, you're, you're expecting a really competitive series. And Sophia, I love the Owen Miller story, right? He hits a home run for his previous team on Mother's Day a year ago. He gives the bat to his mom, and he goes knocking on the door and says, hey, can I, can I borrow that? Can I use that? And in yesterday's game, then he hits a double and then gifts the bat back to his mom. I, we were talking earlier. I mean, it, it's lucky she just, I don't blow the dust off of it in the attic. And like, the, was the nephew going to play with it in the yard? Like, she just had it available for him to use. Well, you know, moms, they, they never miss a moment, right? And and they keep everything. So, um, yeah, it was a cool story. And, and when I had talked to Owen about Mother's Day stuff over the weekend, he told me the story about how he had hit the game tying Homer in the eighth when he was with Cleveland. And his mom happened to be there that day. So, you know, she's going crazy in the stands. And, and he referred to the Bill Hall game. You know, obviously he grew up a huge Brewers fan. He's like, man, you know, I just remember, like, that game, you know, and all the highlights of that game, right, that we now show every Mother's Day and and thinking, like, gosh, wouldn't that be cool to be able to do that someday? So he got his moment last year, and then uh, he was back in the lineup yesterday, and he had that big double, which you just ran the highlight of, and and Owens had a really nice on-base streak here lately. So 
very, uh, very cool that he got to do that again, back-to-back years. Brewers on the road again tonight. We've got the Cardinals for three games. Thanks so much, Sophia. Looking for some wins down there in St. Louis. All right, guys. Have a good one. Mark Tauscher joins us next here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea man. A W E S O M E. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, totally innovative. But just listening to the high school band with the tuba players, and it brings a huge smile back to my face. And Packers Hall of Famer. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by fellow windows and doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. So, Tausch, want to get into the story about Mason Crosby's wife posting something to Twitter and then unposting it. And it wasn't necessarily news that we found shocking, but maybe she was just out in front of it a bit. Simone Biles, U.S. Olympian, gymnast, is married to Jonathan Owens, whom the Packers signed late last week. So she goes to Twitter and says, hey, going to be in Green Bay. Who's got something for me? Suggestions, right? That's pretty cool. Among those who responded was Mason Crosby's wife, who said, we just ended a 16-year run with the team. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, so a lot of times everybody kind of looks at this from, uh, well, Mason is kicked. He's getting older. Does he still have the leg strength? And and fans kind of look at it from that perspective. Uh, but the people that are up there, and you know, Molly, obviously they have a bunch of kids, and they have started their family in Green Bay. It, you know, Nolan is the same age as Max. Uh, Sarah and Molly okay. were pregnant very similar times, so our, our kids got to know each other a little bit. And I, I think Molly probably she's very. I, I think families are always looking to protect. Especially, you know, when the players out there, I think moms and dads and wives, girlfriends, they're always wanting to protect kind of their their family. And I think everybody can understand that. So I imagine Mason probably wasn't overly excited when Molly threw that tweet out there if I was a betting person. <laughs> yeah. But we saw, we've seen this before with Greg Jennings and his sister have tweeted some things out. And, you know, family members – they want to make sure that their family pe- their family members are being treated properly and i think from you know from molly's perspective she's it, it, anytime you go through a big transition like this there is a lot of hurt and there's probably a lot of re- uh, reflection so i don't i still don't know if mason is not going to come back i mean that's not dead set obviously that's the way everything was leading uh, throughout the off season but until he signs with somebody else, I think that probably was the Crosby's point of view. But Molly, obviously, is probably ready to move on. She's probably thought it through, and she put that out there to Simone Biles because everybody is excited about Simone Biles. My daughter was super excited when I told her, hey, guess who's going to be moving to Green Bay? She's a big gymnast, and that's one athlete that I know she's excited about. So I get the whole thing. But I would be curious uh, with the deleted tweet. You, you can't delete tweets. They live. They live forever. <laughs> and I think we all saw that. I just see it playing out innocently enough as like her posting that. He finds out and he's like, hey, what gives? And she's like, you said we were I, not my call. You said yeah. we were done here. What? <laughs> what? Are we not done here? 
<laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, uh, normally, you know, if you're not in a high-profile position, right. nobody really cares. It's like, oh, yeah, we're hey, we can help you with this, this, but because, you know, Mason is a Packer legend <laughs> and, you know, all-time leading scorer, uh, I do think that there was probably a little bit of that. But, yeah, again, it all comes back to, I think, the – the amount of protection and love that you know family has and that they're that that was where Molly was coming. There's not a doubt this wasn't Molly trying to, you know, shade somebody or do put anything out there. I think this was yeah, very much so probably just an innocent deal and the fact that she, you know, even with all that, there's still a little bit of I'm hurt that we're not coming back because if Mason wants to keep kicking and playing, I think everybody wished and hoped that it would be he could finish his career in Green Bay, but we all know that the business side of the NFL is really tough. Hey, having a super high-profile person like Simone Biles hanging around Green Bay, though, that would be okay, right? Yeah, it will be awesome. I think, you know, whether or not the, – the question I have is, if you're a teammate of the, of the new safety and your daughter's a big gymnast, uh, how do you go about saying, hey, what are you guys doing? You want to come over for dinner? Don't be afraid. We got a little gymnast. We got a little uh, like Wildy's got a whole deal set up in his basement with, uh, you know, balance beams and uh, pommel horses and everything else. <laughs> Is it in poor taste to invite the Bileses over for a little dinner? And then, eh, can you show my kid a couple things that you've taught? I'm guessing that's IPT. No, I mean, as long as you're up front, and also it depends on what kind of player. If you're top tier player, right? You can do it. Then you can do it. If you're, I don't know, peer-to-peer, right, about same level, maybe that's an upfront conversation. Hey, man, just to let you know, I got a crazy gymnast kid. Would love to have you come by the house. You're good there, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I, I do think it's really interesting and cool because how many times has there been an NFL player where you are definitely second billing on the list? <laughs> where right? I, I don't think hardly anybody even knows who the safety is. It's everybody is... Simone Biles' husband. And you know what? I bet he takes a lot of pride in that. Hope we see a lot of her up in Green Bay. Mark Tausch with us every morning at 10 to 8. Thanks, Tausch. You bet, guys.